We'll open with Endeavor at the edge of a brilliant yellow nebula as the troth ship you had been traveling with reaches its destination. The Vezov ships are all sort of arrayed nearby. They don't have any real reason to go into the nebula. On the view screen, you see the Celta move in, and almost immediately as it sort of enters the nebula cloud, you see like hatches and stuff open on the exterior, and some of the nebula clouds get sucked in. Sensors show an immediate power spike in their systems uh, as the ship starts to operate at a better capacity than it has basically since you met them. The comm beeps as they hail you. Open channel. Thank you, Endeavor. It will take some time for us to heal here, but I trust that you'll be able to finish what we started. We'll continue on. Although, on a personal note, I'm a little reluctant to part ways so soon. I do hope we cross paths again. If you ever travel back through this area of space, you will have friends here. Safe travels, Endeavor. You as well. Resume course. Resuming course, Captain. And Endeavor comes back around to resume course towards the swarm as the Vezov ships spread their tachyon sails again. As Endeavor enters warp, Torek says, Captain, if I may have a moment of your time. Of course, Torek. Is this more of a off-the-side conversation? If that's acceptable, Captain. All right. Proceed, and she will follow him into her ready room. As you enter your ready room, Tarek turns and kind of steps out of your way pretty much just inside the door. Like, he doesn't want to walk into your ready room ahead of you too far, right? Captain, I regret that this may come at a time that is inopportune. However, and now that the immediate danger seems to have passed, I wish to discuss my future on Endeavor with you. If you're looking to bump Mozafar off of his of of the first officer role, I'm I'm going to have to let you down. Quite the contrary, actually, Captain. I would like to make a formal request for indeterminate leave. Absolutely not. She'll walk further around her desk to her own like personal replicator and just order Basically, anything at this point. I think she just orders like a hot tea, which is more unusual for her. She prefers iced tea. But then she'll turn around and sort of look at Torek. What's going on? There is a family matter that I learned about when we received our transmissions from Federation Space. It is my responsibility to return home for a time. I cannot ask Endeavor to delay its mission, waiting for me to come back. I have already prepared an extensive list of potential replacements you may consider. Responsibility. That's a funny thing, isn't it? How so? Some people feel obligations beyond what's inside their control, and some don't. I'm guessing this must be a serious family matter for you? It is. Very well. Once we've finished what we promised the troth, once we've dealt with this whole situation, we'll see about returning back and granting you your leave. Thank you, Captain. 
I do not wish to leave Endeavor without a chief of security at a critical moment. So I am content to wait. I don't think we'll have trouble finding a replacement, but I will miss having you around. Well, dismiss, Torek. Thank you, Captain. Torek leaves. Probably pauses just a moment to avoid running into Kai. Kai smiles at him. She was hovering outside of the door, not eavesdropping, but waiting her turn. As he leaves, she's going to immediately hit the chime to Verity's door and then open it a second later and step on inside. Varel, she she takes a sip of the tea, realizes that it's far too hot, and then makes a face and sets it back down on the replicator. Well, that was an uncomfortable conversation. Oh, I I don't know anything about that. Um, hot tea? Are things really that bad? Ugh. I have a great idea, Kai. Okay, I'm listening. Kai says as she uh, steps closer into the room and is going to have a seat on, I assume there's got to be like a little couch or something in here. Yeah, yeah, there's probably like a long stretch of couch. So Ro will go over it, like sit down and then like buddy buddy put her arm over Kai's shoulders in that I'm about to give you the best idea kind of way. Oh no. How about this? We negotiate for one of the Vezith ships to take us farther out into space. Just you and I. And we become pirates. Pirates. Absolutely. It'll be fun. Actually, I prefer the Troth ships myself, but I understand that you might have to pledge yourself to the ship or something. I'm not quite ready for that commitment. We see Kai seems to consider it for a moment. She even like brings a webbed hand up to kind of like stroke her chin for a moment, nods along, says Pirates of the Maelstrom does have a nice ring to it. However, I don't know that either of us would benefit from a uh, a diet of metal and uh, silverware. <laughs> so um, maybe it's best if we stay aboard for the moment. I suppose if we have to. How nervous are you going back to see them? Nervous? Why would I be nervous? We're only retracing our steps to the very place where we lied, ran away, and uh, left a bunch of people to burn into the sun. I mean, nothing, nothing strange about that. That about sums it up. I really don't want to go back there. I know, but it's a chance for us to set things right when we weren't able to, if they're willing to listen, and if they're not, you've already made that choice once before. I don't know if I can make it again. Responsibility, I guess, is the theme of the day. Isn't that the theme of your everyday, Captain? What? Well, no. We'll get through this. And if you start feeling like crawling at the wall or um decide to steal a shuttle maybe talk to me again first you now know my plan so you're either going to be implicated or you're my new hostage and uh kai smiles at that she'll she'll put a hand on verity's shoulder back and turn for a moment give it a reassuring squeeze and then uh stand back up go back to your iced tea you're going to be a lot calmer 
if you uh, stick with what you know. Welcome to Endeavor Through the Maelstrom. We are a Star Trek Adventures actual play following the deep space mission of the USS Endeavor as it charts a new region of space several decades after the events of Star Trek Picard. I'm Brandon, your GM for this mission. This is Nicole, and I'll be playing Captain Varel. I'm Brad, and I play Commander Razum Mozafar. Hi everybody, I'm Christine, and I will be playing Lieutenant Kai. My name's Leah, and I'm playing Ensign Katarina Everly. Responsibility, part one. A little time later, ships at warp. The turbolift door opens, and Krill scuttles out toward Everly's position. Everly, I have a quest from my people. Oh, she's going to look around the bridge, because I don't think she ex- would expect somebody to just like, walk on up here. He's an ambassador. That's fair. Yeah, buddy. Am- ambassador what's uh <laughs> what, what 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 do you guys need i've been talking with the captains of the vessels and there is a project that they want to get a head start on and there's nowhere on any of our ships large enough to coordinate easily but one of your cargo bays or perhaps your shuttle bay we can certainly put in some sort of a request with higher-ups about that what kind of experiments are you looking to get in there they are apparently assembling some devices that they're carrying to the swarm they didn't give me all of the details oh um hmm because like now everly's brain is going doing like weapons smuggling like what's going on here (laughs) yeah i guess we can we can talk to she scans the bridge. Who's on the bridge right now? Who's on the bridge right now? I'm on the bridge. And that kind of thing is generally the XO's job anyway to like. You wait on the bridge where everybody can come to you with uh, problems. I'm going to be in the side room for when the actual important stuff comes in. Commander Mozafar, if we can borrow you for a second. Yes, Ensign Neverly, Ambassador. Apparently, Krill has a request from some of the other of captains in relation to using some of our space for an experiment. Krill, if you have any other details for the commander. My people were very impressed with your vessel. And its cuisine. <laughs> okay. Constructing devices. They didn't entirely tell me what. We would need to know more information about what exactly is going to be uh, constructed and assembled here on board. If you would like to get captains together and send over plans, we would look at them and consider the request. 
Very well. I will follow up with you later. Excellent. I'll look forward to getting the proposal. Just offhand, do you know how many of your people would be on board assembling at any one time? Perhaps a dozen? Okay. Make sure the paperwork's filled out, and we'll take a look at it, Ambassador. Krill gives what you've learned is essentially the Veza version of a nod. It's kind of a resonant shudder, and skitters back towards the turbo lift. That was an interesting request. Don't know that we want 13 of them on board in one of our hangar cargo bays. But I guess we need to see what they have proposed. Don't you agree? There was something about the lack of details that Krill had that slightly worries me, sir. That's why I want to plan. I want to see what they want to do. Plus, it does give us an opportunity to check and see more about uh, what sort of technology they use. We just don't know enough about them really yet, do we? It's still early. I'll carry on. She's seated at her, at her desk right now, and she's got a hologram. It's a hologram assembled from some uh, of the scan she took from the Trosk plant kind of looking over the energy signatures and the, you know, the readouts on it and stuff, sort of making heads and tails of it, jotting down some notes. You, you hear the sound of a hologram activating and Ida materializes probably just outside your office and then steps into the doorway. Lieutenant, I thought you should know, and long range sensors have picked up a large enough subspace rift. We may be able to send a probe through. Really? How far off of our course is it? Barely a detour. We might even be able to just launch it without stopping if we make a few modifications. That's excellent news. I'll have to see to it right away. What's the ETA before we would reach it? At current speed, two hours and 38 minutes. That's plenty of time to set one up and uh, even get approval. And as soon as we have telemetry, I can start to triangulate those transmissions you've been trying to track down. That's even better news. Honestly, with everything going on, I uh, I nearly forgotten about that. It's been a busy last few months. That's really good work, Ida. Uh, thank you. I notice you still haven't, well, changed anything from um your original parameters. Is that... Is that what you're comfortable with? I don't know how to decide. I don't know what I'm comfortable with, I guess. I started looking through some Starfleet databanks of Federation member species and various cultural representations, and, and it's even for someone like me, a staggering amount of information to process. There certainly are a lot of choices, but. The easiest way to get started is just to try. It's not something you're going to look through a catalog of options, pick out a few things, and get it right the first time, Ida. Answering who you are, that takes a lifetime. And Kai looks thoughtful for a moment, and she continues. As an example, 
it took me 20 years and a lot of trial and error before I realized I was a woman. But I got there by trying new things, new forms of expression, each time deciding, is this me or is it not? And then when it clicked that I was transgender, it was like solving a complicated equation. Everything became clear. This is me. And in turn, that realization opened up new pathways to self-discovery. And gender is just one small facet of identity. My point being, take your time. Start trying some different forms of expression. And don't be afraid to make some mistakes along the way. Deciding who you are is a journey. And like all journeys, it's better with company. Kai smiles at her. You're not going to be on this journey alone. I'm here to help you. I feel like that's important that you know you you have somebody you can turn to. And if you don't want to experiment, that's also okay. It was important to me that you have the choice. I don't think I knew this before you made it an option, but I think it's important to me that I have the choice too. Kai nods. Think about it. Kai stands up, and actually as she she's walking by, she she does something she's really never done with Ida before, and she like takes a moment, kind of like she did with Verity, with like the touching her shoulder for a moment and reassurance. She does that with Ida. Ida maybe glances at her hand for a moment, an obvious expression of like, this is a peculiar way of interfacing that I'm not quite used to. I'll have to think on it more. For now, I have a few thoughts about how to tailor that probe, and I can get those uploaded to your console within the hour. I'd appreciate it. I want to get work started on that right away. We'll talk more later. Madison Locke is working in the corridor, just fixing something, maybe being a little contemplative about his experience on an alien ship, jotting down some notes. And simultaneously, he gets messages from both like the science lab and engineering that he needs to help with a probe and also help with the power systems on the shields. So. <laughs> Make it just outside of the ready room. That way it's an excuse for everybody to be kind of coming in and out. He stands up, sort of recognizes the fellow ensigns, and raises a hand and be like, all right, now that we're done, we should all sit down and have a drink. And then, like, somebody's text exploding, his badge just starts chirping one after the other. Are any of those important? Ensign Senna's going to ask, looking at at Locke. They're both flagged urgent. Oh, I hate when they do that. Every message I get is flagged urgent. You're not wrong. Every message is flagged urgent. Senna exchanges a look with Ellison, looks back and says, I don't know that I've ever once received an urgent message. Wait, really? I haven't either. You're the communications officer. 
Well, you're the person I whose know, job it is. This is Leah's here. <laughs> okay, of course. <laughs> I, I, of course, but here's the thing. I don't think Ellison and I are on any of the senior staff's radar. I think that's how you get all these um, pressing assignments is you're one of the handful of names they remember. Oh, yeah. So, so nobody asks for me. In fact, Madison, didn't you just have to repair the subspace communications array last week when they could have contacted me for it? I probably should have forwarded that one to you. You probably should have. <laughs> what do they got you doing? Anything you can talk about? Uh, I mean, I don't think any of these are top secret. I, Everly, what do you think? <laughs> you literally just like... <laughs> Hans's personal pad over so you could review whether or not their security clearance. Everly takes it out of Locke's hand, looks at it for half a second, hands it back to Locke and goes, I think you're fine. Oh, you see that? Everly does everything for me. Don't have to worry about it. Wait, hang on a second. He handed it to me. Oh, I didn't hand it to you. <laughs> no, he, whatever. Between shields and the probe assignment, Everly. He sort of, like, big puppy dog eyes you. What do you think about helping with the security aspect? Sure, yes, I can help. Although, and she's gonna look at Locke, not puppy dog eyes, but big eyes, like, in a, I want to make sure you're looking at these assignments and understanding if there's anything you can potentially forward on to one of your fellow crewmates who might also have specializations in these areas like we just talked about you're clearly the most responsible and capable of any of us everly they did put you in the lead of that one away mission i heard about that yeah didn't you command a starship for a while <laughs> honestly lee if you would like the hazing to continue i could just turn it back right on you it's totally available to me i just i just fly things I have an even better idea. He flags the uh, need help with probe message and sends it to Senna. Flags it urgent. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, I see. Oh, Senna, look, you got your first urgent message. I don't know that an ensign's allowed to send one of those. What do you call a distress call if it's not an urgent message? Yeah, but those aren't personally to her. Madison, I don't know the first thing about setting up a science probe. Well, it's all about signal relays. You've got to have some expertise in that. And in you, he points to Ellison. Oi. We're going to brush up on your power system so you can help with the shielding. Big, big nods from Everly. She's like, yes, absolutely. Delegate the heck out of it to someone other than me. All right. Sounds like it's planned. All right. Do you this favor. Just this once. Yeah, faster we get the work done, the faster we throw them back. Yep, the faster you can meet Lee and I in the ready room, because I think we're good, right, Lee? You and I, we don't have any urgent messages right now. Yeah, we're great. Yeah, right? So we'll see you guys later. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys, uh, you handle all that pressure up on the bridge. Good luck. Lee, Locke, and Everly's comm badges, like, chirp with some other message, <laughs> some other priority. No. <laughs> oh, wait, the lucky ones. Well, when you're the best at what you do.
so yeah, let's um roll for the probe and for the shield modifications as well as anything else and any other preparations that anybody wants the crew to be making while you're at warp. So uh, let's start with the engineering role for shoring up the shields, doing some patchwork there. So Nicole, I assume you want Locke to be the main on this one? Yes. Okay. So don't forget, since you are like invoking him mechanically and everything, you do get to add something to his character sheet. Mm-hmm. And then presumably Ellison is also going to help, uh, in which case, same deal. You can add something to his character sheet, Brad. Okay, excellent. I'm going to add in a value. He is out to make a name for himself. I wonder if I should just do something like a focus of some sort here. Here's a rules question for you, uh, Brandon. Since I have values, do I have a point of determination in a supporting cast? As I believe that's how it works. A supporting character has no determination to spend, but they can earn determination as normal once they have values. As well as, of course, as I recall, I think the captain has ways to share determination. Okay. I think Madison will be the lead. I'm going to offer to complicate one of his values if you like that idea. So he's got two and they kind of play off each other. So it's, I don't have to be the hero and out to make a name for myself. Okay, a little bit of contradiction there. I yeah, like a little it. bit of contradiction. So I think right now I'm going to complicate out to make a name for myself. And he is actually not an easy person to work with. Uh, FYI, Ellison. Cool. Locke will gain a complication about not you know, hard to work with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, something like that. And you can gain a determination for that. Okay. Alright, so I assume that's going to raise our difficulty by one. It will. The ship's engines and structure are both pretty good, so I'm going to assume this is not like a super challenging task by default. So I'd say to sort of like reroute power to shore up the shields, likely a default of one difficulty. That complication will bump it up to a two. I am going to spend one of my eight threats since I start with two per player to increase the complication range by one. So a 19 or a 20 on your dice will potentially create a complication. And it's control engineering. Um, I'd, I'd give you a few options. I'd say uh, control engineering. If you're trying to do like some very precise uh, reorganization of power distribution and uh, crunching a bunch of numbers to like really optimize stuff. I don't feel like we're under a huge amount of time pressure at the moment. So I'm going to go with a control engineering. This is a, a task ordered down from the top and uh, Madison is trying to make it be like the best and make sure his name's on the front of the credit ahead of Ellison's. So I'll roll... Control engineering. Uh. And Brad, I'll give, if you want it, I'll give Ellison control security instead. Security officers would have a f- decent amount of training on the operation of the ship's defensive systems. Okay. So I think the security discipline is probably 
fair in this context. What's a suggestion from somebody quick about a focused ad for Ellison? Phasers definitely works. It sounds like something dealing with security systems might uh, be appropriate. It also could even be something as simple as like perception or something like that. Yeah, we'll go with that. That sounds all right. I, I don't know why I think think about like Ellison versus Everly. I think of I think of him being a little bit more like, I don't know, protective. Whereas Everly's a beast and she phasers through everything. She doesn't want to. The dice just make it that way. She, she doesn't want to have this power, but she does. She certainly doesn't want it right now. So security systems, phasers, survival, and perception. That's his uh, focuses. That works. And you said control security? I would take control security in this case. Control engineering is also valid since that's what Locke is rolling. So it's up to you. And like I said, uh, security officers would have a substantial amount of knowledge of at least the ship's defensive systems. Assisting with one die. And this would be security systems, so this would use the focus. Yep, I'd say so. 16. Okay, so not a success, I imagine. <laughs> That's definitely not a success. And how did Locke do? Well, would you accept power systems as a focus? If we are saying that you are rerouting power to the shields or something like that, then yes, I will. I will accept that. All right, so you're going to love this. So I got two successes off of my focus and a 19 off of your mm. greater complication range. That's pure Madison lock right there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So you're succeeding with a complication. What system are you primarily going to redirect power from? Ooh. That's a good question. No, why did my lab go dark? I'm just trying to figure out how ridiculous is Locke going to be. Because I almost always, and this is a bad idea, want to pull from the life support power systems. Hey, I just, I want to sell this to you. Locke had just been complaining about all the emergency messages. Communications. <laughs> That's true. I am. I'm sold. I think yeah, he pulls okay. from communications, and, and that's when, when Senna finally returns to the bridge, that's when she'll receive her second urgent message of the day. <laughs> Locke will create the uh, complication underpowered comms or something. You know what's going to make this better? We're about to go to the swarm, where we might want to talk to them. I know, right? <laughs> oh. He's making a name for himself. It's just not a good one. After a bit of work, Ensign's Locke and Ellison have uh, succeeded at fortifying the ship's shields uh, somewhat. Yeah, they had to cut a few corners here and there. You know, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> what... What could the communication system really be for anyway? In a stressful, potentially lethal diplomatic situation. It's fine. Meanwhile, the probe situation, Cinna was presumably looking into that, right? And I imagine Kai is also actually the one like heading that up. Yes. I'm rolling with myself. Have, did you decide a thing to add to Cinna? 
Yes. Senna is going to gain uh, her first value, which is every day is another chance to change. And then, okay, don't worry. Senna is great at this. Uh, I don't know what it is. It's going to be science, though. I'm going to say to uh, to to launch the probe and and have the probe operate without the ship having to really do a lot of substantial stuff. This is going to be control. You've got to be extremely precise about your calculations. You've got to make sure that everything is exactly right. You know, the smallest margin of error will sit and mean the probe just kind of goes off into deep space where there's nothing interesting to scan. That uh, That makes sense to me. Given we're setting this thing up, to investigate a, uh, a subspace anomaly, would subspace theory as a focus apply? Sure. Okay. So for Kai, she's got a control of eight, a science of four, and uh, I will, of course, give you a threat for a third die. I don't know what the difficulty is. It's just what she would do. Uh, Senna, on the other hand, is only looking at a nine control, two security. I guess, actually, she's not that far behind Kai in the end. Uh, no focuses to apply. Uh, I'm going to say the difficulty on this one's three. This is not a simple thing to do. I mean, the good news is that like the stakes aren't super high or anything. You're not going to, you're not going to, I don't know, disable a critical ship system. Oh, just you wait. All right. Three. I can do a three. We got this, right? Oh, Senna. (laughs) (laughs) Did, Did Senna disable a critical ship system? She did not. She did not do as well as Kai, though. Kai rolled two sixes and a seven. Senna rolled a 16. So Senna was of no help whatsoever. Kai will not remember her name uh, to call (laughs) on her again. But Kai just barely got uh, what she needed. Okay. With time to spare, Kai and Senna modify the probe to launch towards this subspace uh, fissure. Have it start transmitting uh, valuable science telemetry and scans and things. Good work, Ensign. Kai will say, not remembering Senna's name as, as described, as we get the probe ready to launch. Lieutenant Kai to bridge. Lieutenant Kai to bridge. Comms must be down. <laughs> and Senna's eyes go wide, and uh, she'll uh, say, um, there's nothing else you need me for right now, Lieutenant. Sounds like something I should look into. By the time all of this is done, Krill has delivered unto Everly, <laughs> or like Everly CC Mozafar, <laughs> the paperwork requesting the use of Cargo Bay 4, I'll say. His formal request has an itemized list of like the the componentry involved and the assembly process and the number of personnel that that will be involved etc um it's a lot of very technical detail and you're maybe not entirely sure that the ut is perfectly translating the text it's a lot of technical jargon so like it's it's an esoteric part of language so what do the two of you want to do with this is there anywhere on the form where it says what these things they are building are for it says that they are isolytic converters. Do we think Everly would know what that is? Because Leah does not. There's a chance Everly knows. 
Give me a security. It's gonna be reason or insight. Insight, insight makes sense to me, because even if she's not a hundred percent sure, she could probably piece together the uh, context clues. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yep, security insight. Difficulty on this one's gonna be. I'm gonna say it's two. If you want the ship's computer to assist you, you can, because obviously you're on the ship. You could easily. Use the computer to reference any stuff to put together pieces that maybe Everly doesn't know off the top of her head. Yeah. A summony roll for the ship for me, please. And then I will also give you a threat. Let's try to generate some momentum here. So that'd be what? Computer security? Yeah. Computer Since security. we're both looking at this, can I assist? Absolutely. All the momentum. Let's go. Unless Nicole really wants to, I'll go ahead and roll for Endeavor. I never want to roll for the ship, but okay. you go ahead. <laughs> Captains don't roll for their ships. That's why they have the rest of the crew. No successes from the ship because I rolled another 16 on this die. I'm going to go get a different red command die. I have two successes. And am I rolling the same thing? The uh, insight security or what was it again? Insight security is what Everly is rolling. I would give you, I don't know if this is better for Mozafar, I would give you Insight Con if it is. Or Insight Command, actually, now that I think about it. Insight Command would be really nice. Up to you. Any of those, really. I rolled a four. And that gives us another two successes. Red, Everly and Mozafar probably both recognize what's going on here or what could be going on here. With Everly, Insight Security, it's kind of knowing how things work and how these components would come together into a device. With Mozafar, it's probably a little more about knowing legal stuff and Starfleet and Federation laws and regulations because an isolytic converter, as they call it, looks a whole lot like a directed energy weapon that is subspace based and extremely illegal in the federation <laughs> banned by the kittimer accords yeah i was oh afraid my. of something like this what would you like to do with your two excess successes is krill on the bridge you can easily find where krill is and get him to be where you are because i'm i kind of want to know but I feel like it's kind of more of a selfish character, interesting thing for me, if he knows what's up or if he's just passing along a message. Like, this looks like bad news bears, man. And I want to know if our buddy Krill is in on this. We're going to build a big old nasty weapon on your ship. And I feel like he would know that we would not be chill with that. It sounds like a fair question. Like, asking Krill that question feels like a very sensible thing for Everly to want to know from a roleplay standpoint, right? So I'm not like, you don't have to pay me momentum to do that. Okay, that's good to know. Um, Then we still have momentum for obtaining information then if we want to. You can, of course, also just bank it. Um, We don't have anything banked at this point, do we? Currently, no. Mm -mm. Sitting at nine threat in my pool. Yeah, I I threw some low difficulty things in here and we've, we've been hitting the numbers. I'm personally cool to bank and then to just try to roleplay these questions. All right, sounds like we're banking it. Is this a thing where we would loop the captain in and have a bigger conversation here? It's probably Mozafar's call. Yeah, the captain needs to know that they're wanting to build a banned weapon. Well, it's not banned in this area of space. I know, but 
it wouldn't look good if we're building a banned weapon on a Federation ship, now would it? I mean, we obviously don't know the purpose yet. We haven't talked to that, but uh, yeah, the captain needs to know this. Okay, how do you approach the captain with this? I know, this is a weird one. Actually, if we're just going to have a bigger conversation, I do think Everly wants to ask Krill, like, off to the side. Fair, Like, this is a, I need a minute with you right here. Then she's going to point at whatever other security officer is on the bridge and, like, trade places. And then ask Krill, like, come here for a hot second and, like, follow follow me. Random security extra just steps up to where Everly was. And I gesture Krill into the other room. Krill skitters along with you. Krill, I need you to be honest with me right now. Do you know what they are, what, what is being planned on being built here? Or are you just passing a message on? My understanding is weaponry. Right. Cool. Well, that's good, because you told me what the answer was. Because it looks like weaponry to me, too. As it's been explained to me, my people have been asked to deliver them because the swarm is in some sort of danger. They think these weapons will help them protect their people. Krill, did you think that we'd be willing to let you all build weapons in our ship? Your ship has many weapons. Fair, but there are weapons for our ship. It feels different, right? Like, you see that there's a difference, right? Well, we weren't going to use them against you. Well, that's something. <laughs> Unappreciated. Did they tell you what... I shouldn't get this information by myself. I don't think this is going to be approved, Krill. I feel like I've maybe done something wrong. No. No, you definitely didn't do anything wrong. It just feels like this is a very... That this is more complicated than it looks on the surface. Very well. I think at that point she kind of feels like she doesn't know where else to go here. We're going to go back out on the bridge and probably have to have the captain have this conversation. As Krill and Everly return to the bridge, this is probably around the time that Kai has shown up to launch the probe so that all the characters are plausibly near the bridge. Nice. Okay. Because we can't raise them on comms. <laughs> <laughs> Everly will nod at Mozafar. Like, okay, whatever next steps we want to take, we can take them. Well, I think uh, we need to... Bringing the proposal to the captain, and Krill, you need to be with us. Krill nods. Re- resonates. For simplicity's sake, Varel's just coming out of her ready room into, like, this mass of, like, people on the bridge. Uh, captain, we have a uh, proposal from Krill here for construction. I believe you need to look over the specifications and... We should have a talk with the ambassador. She will reach her hand out for the report. When she gets it, she'll look it over briefly, and then she will say, um, Ambassador Krill, your proposal is approved, and hand it back to Mozafar. Thank you, Captain. Krill's body language, as he kind of uh, directs his sensory parts towards Mozafar and Everly is clearly kind of like trying to figure out if this is a disagreement between the crew or like what's up. Yeah, I'm curious because Kai doesn't know what this thing was about. How are Mozafar and Everly reacting to the captain looking it over, giving it the thumbs up? 
Everly looks like she got slapped in the face. She does not have a poker face in this moment. Yeah, Mozafar looks at the captain, nods his head. Aye, aye. We'll begin work on getting the materials and escorting them to build their construction. Um, I feel like I'm missing something here. Kai says over from the science station, is, is everything okay? Everything's fine. Okay, Kai says, looking at Everly, whose face I think is saying, everything is not fine. Thank you for listening to this episode of Endeavor Through the Maelstrom. If you like the show, rate, share, and subscribe through your podcast vendor of choice. You can also find us on Twitter as at Endeavor Show. That's E-N-D-E-A-V-O-U-R-S-H-O-W. And you can find me on Twitter at Blue of the Ken. You can find me online at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, T-H, and night with a K. You can find Brandon and me discovering the ways of the Force on Heroes of the Hydean Way, a Star Wars actual play podcast at thehydeanway.com or at thehydeanway on Twitter. And if you like Vikings and Norse mythology, check out another one of my shows, a Dungeons and Dragons 5e Midgard podcast, Omens Call, which can be found at Omens Call Pod on Twitter or at omenscall.com. Thanks for listening, y'all. You can find me on all the socials at Leah617. Usually I'm on Twitter, RT and stuff that makes me laugh. Come say hi there. You can also check out mischiefmedia.com for the other nerdy podcasts that I currently produce or uh, host. And you can find me, Brad, on Twitter at MacinEbity1. That's M-A-C-H-I-N-E-B-E-D-E number one. My Twitter is at CompleteNictory. You can find other projects I'm involved in at completenight.com. That's C-O-M-P-L-E-T-E-K-N-I-G-H-T dot com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you out there. Okay, future Brandon, don't hate us. For all the stuff you have to cut. I mean, it's usually pretty easy to pick out where the clap is. It, it um, really is. The it's it's not that bad. And then I'll I'll feel I'll be like, oh wow, I just cut like five minutes out of this recording just like that. It didn't take any time at all. I'm I'm accomplished. And then I'll take a break. <laughs> <laughs> like two that's, hours. that's a mood, and I take feel that immensely. I'd appreciate it. I want to get work started on that right away. We'll talk more later. Ida will deactivate herself um, or something to kind of end the conversation. Maybe she prefers to do processing work when she's not projected. It's just so hard to both exist and do work. I suffer with that all the time. call a distress call if it's not an urgent message yeah but those aren't personally to her yeah that's not part of the criteria to the the (laughs) ship that filters down from the senior officers i don't sorry waiting for the train to go away is that that how senna gets out of urgent messages oh trains coming (laughs) sorry there's a train i can't